0: Alright everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Wednesday, September 9th. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. I'm Pat. And, you know, there might not have been a Blockbuster opening weekend this weekend, but we have a Blockbuster podcast for you. Oh yeah, we're opening
1: above expectations.
0: Oh yeah, this is the biggie. Now... We've let everybody have their vacation. We've let everybody have the last hurrah of whatever was this summer, and now we're going to get down to business, and we're going to definitively tell you: is Tenet a bomb, or is it not a bomb? Because Pat, you've been you've been reading the articles. Everybody's tiptoeing around. Everybody's saying, "Oh, it was like a tepid reception," and. This you got and that. you got
1: everybody saying we don't we don't know what good means, what bad means. You know, we don't know. We don't know. That's what everyone else is saying. We're not saying that. We know, Clayton.
0: Yeah. And we're going to peel back this onion. Mhm. So let's not bury the lead. Tenant opened number 1, which we knew it was going to do. Right. 20.2 million dollars. Now we were way we were way overestimating what this movie was gonna make or what Warner Brothers was going to report.
1: The, I mean that's that's the key. I think what's shocking here is that they gave themselves every penny they could scrape up in that Warner Brothers in that 20 million is counting basically, All of Tenant's U.S. box office starting from last Monday. So that's a week. It's not a weekend. It's a week. Plus, they're piling in there the Canadian opening weekend from the weekend before. Yeah. Plus all of what Canada has done in the past week. You know, because North American box office is Canada and United States. Yeah. So, But their opening weekend is basically – the last 10 days worth of U S and Canadian tenant dollars.
0: Well, yeah. So let's see, because if, it opened on the 20, so it opened on, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, here's, here's what people are saying that it opened in Canada the first week, right? Mm-hmm. 2.6 mil. Right. right? So, We're going to take this opening weekend and we're going to subtract 2.6 million from that. Right. Right off the bat.
1: Okay. Right off the bat. And that's not all, but that's right off the bat.
0: Yeah. Then we've got to factor in the Canadian second week. Yeah. Which, if you're looking at, say, something like SpongeBob Sponge on the Run, which opened in Canada only. Mm-hmm. And it dropped about thirty-two percent in its second week, right? Okay.
1: So a third. So you figure then, if Tenon drops a third, it's dropping about eight hundred thousand. So the second week in Canada is probably around 1.7, 1.8 million. Yeah.
0: So let's so let's subtract one point. Let's let's subtract. Let's be nice. One point six. Okay. Okay. Sure. Let's be nice. So then we're looking at sixteen million dollars that this made in North America, as well not well, in America, the sorry, United States. In the United States, I keep saying North America yeah. is because Canada is. Right. We're we're subtracting the Canada. So this is sixteen million, but that also includes preview screenings, right? Yeah. So we've got preview screenings that started on. The thirty first of August, and this also includes the Monday, which was yes, well, two days ago. We're recording this on Tuesday, late, late, but Labor
1: Day, yeah, Labor Day includes the Labor Day Monday.
0: So, if we're looking for a legitimate three day, let's Mm -hmm. say these these previews, let's be conservative in how much we think these previews made. Right? What do you say? Are we dropping a million off of these for previews? A million and a half. You say 1.5. Yeah. All right. So right there we got $14.5 million. Now right. let's just say that tenant made on Monday. Let's see. It probably made what do you think it would make on like let's see. You vamp a little bit and I'll look and see what it made.
1: I mean, I'm gonna think it made another two million dollars on Monday.
0: You think it made another two million dollars on yeah. Monday.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, I I'm looking at it right now. It made one point three million dollars on Monday. Okay. You so could take that out. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So basically it made around thirteen. Thirteen point two million dollars in which, its three-day traditional Friday, Saturday, Sunday opening weekend,
0: which is in not, the not even twice what New Mutants made.
1: That and there, there you go. With That's the comparison.
0: More theaters open. Yep. So, I think we can definitively say that yeah. this is a disaster. Yes
1: hundred percent. Okay. Tenants opening weekend is a outright disaster.
0: Now, I want to read you this little bit of a spin that Warner Brothers put out. Okay. This is what Warner Brothers had to say about the 13.2 three day, but actually the 20.2 10 plus day. Yeah. Domestically, while our results show positive like-for-like theater indicators compared to previous films such as Dunkirk. (coughs) Sorry, keeping it in, it's Rafi. You got it. He did not cough. By the way, he did not cough. Cough added by me. Mm -hmm. There is literally no context in which to compare the results of a film opening during a pandemic with any other circumstance. We are in unprecedented territory, so any comparisons to the pre-COVID world would be inequitable and baseless. I love how he says baseless. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. We are comparing it to movies that also came out during the pandemic. Yes. Okay? There is more people... So the, these,
1: these accusations we're leveling have base.
0: They are not baseless. And they are Baseball. equitable. Yep. Because... When you have a movie like New Mutants, which was on the shelf for years, barely any real interest until the very last minute for this film. And it can go out there and it can make $7 million in its opening three-day. A legitimate $7 million. Mm -hmm. No tampering with the money, no trying to pad. $7 million. Now, yes, there's Canadian money in that too. But still, they didn't make a big show of keeping it out and then putting it in so the thing with 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 tenet is that this this is disappointing in any climate and this is especially disappointing now because yes we know that the main drawing cities for this for his films are new york and la right they
1: right they're the biggest movie going cities in the united states but that's
0: but that is that is where a lot of his films do get a lot of business but that's where a lot of films get a lot of business
1: right right like other than like religious films that probably don't rely on new york and la that much most movies do
0: and so they there's so much to unpack here pat
1: Yeah, there's so much. I I think this is where we could start, because I love this comparison of New Mutants to Tenet. Because what Warner Brothers is going to want to do is, like they did in that statement, pretend that there are no comparisons, there is no way to judge this. Because they know this is a failure, and they don't want people to judge it. So they're trying to say there is no uh there is no barometer that you could use but yes the barometer is new mutants came out a week before in a pandemic world and it made even let's even forget all the math that we just did for a second let's say tenant made 20 million opening weekend which as we proved it didn't it made less let's give it that for tenant to only make three times the opening weekend of new mutants is a failure because in normal times, New Mutants probably would have still opened at 6 to $10 million at most. And Tenant would have been expected to make 40 to $60 million. Yes. So Tenant is a movie that should be making five times at least as much as New Mutants.
0: And you can't say that people were scared to go to the theater because people... Are scared to go to the theater. That's true, but they went right. to see New Mutants.
1: Yes, and New Mutants was opening an environment that was probably, it was at least one week scarier to people.
0: Absolutely, because
1: New Mutants was kind of the first big test.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so all the people who went to New Mutants, they at least then are going to be less scared to go the following weekend. Yes, so like Tenant actually has that advantage. New Mutants is about as scary of a proposition as you're going to get.
0: We, we, I mean, it was a horror movie in several different ways. Right, right. So we, we were talking so much about Unhinged being a canary in a coal mine. And it, and it, and it was in a way it did really, you know, it did its job and we applaud Solstice Studios. Mm -hmm. We applaud Russell Crowe. We applaud Unhinged as a movie that people went out to see but its strength actually is drive-ins Yes, and it's a movie that is aimed for drive-ins. It's about cars. People like to see, you know, when people go to the drive in they like to see representation and there's cars on the screen. Yep. So new mutants was really the canary in the coal mine because it was a, it was a big movie that was going into hard tops and it, We can't say it succeeded, but we were, were, you know, we thought that we were looking at like, you know, four to six mil and making seven, even though it was lower than the tracking, still was really good.
1: Right. I would say on that, it's almost that the tracking is off.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the tracking, I think if you're talking about not being able to predict things, the tracking is going to be hard to really do. Yeah. But... Yeah, this is like such a failure for Warner Brothers. This is such a failure for Nolan because here's, here's here's I think, several reasons why this movie failed. I think it's getting reviewed in the sense of it's the most confusing one he's done ever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People don't want a confusing movie when everything in their life is confusing. Yes. Where just getting into a theater... And going through the new health protocols is confusing. They don't want to mind fuck when they sit down in the theater.
1: Right. I mean, like all you hear nowadays is we live in interesting times. That is the description of our life now is we live in interesting times. In a movie right now, we don't want to live in interesting times in a movie. We want to live in straightforward Russell Crowe, on a, on a, in a truck, mowing down people, times. Those yeah. are the times we want in a theater. But, like, time travel, confusion, who is who, who's this, what is going on, why is that, what is she, why is he... It's it. That's not what people want. Well, I it's love interesting times outside. We don't want interesting times on the screen.
0: I love the defense too, where well, it's not time travel. Well, that's even more confusing then. Right. Because if it's, is is something else that he invented? Then right. we don't even have time for this. We can't. We've already we're already dealing with a novel disease. We we don't need to deal with a deal with another novel concept, right? So I right. think I think making this. The blockbuster that made, you know, your people in the stacks, the your uh, plane billies, your earth dogs, you know, people that are in, in, you know, suburban big city, like the suburbs of big cities and people like that, you know, the earth dogs.
1: Right. The plane billies of this of the cities are the earth dogs.
0: Do ex to expect them to rush in to be confused, I think was a huge misstep. All right. Also, right.
1: that was basically the the selling point of this movie is come into this theater and be more confused than you are in your day to day confusing life. Mm-hmm. Like that is what Tenant is selling people on the experience of confusion and disorientation, and it's like we don't have to pay for that right now.
0: Other other knock on this. I do know that Nolan is a star director and I'm not going to deny that, but there are no movie stars in this fucking movie. Okay. You have Robert Pattinson. He's not a movie star. You've got David Washington. Yeah. I, I, I love the guy. Not a movie star. You've got, you've got, um, David. What, what is his full name? Uh, David Washington.
1: Denzel Son, you vamp while I yeah. look that up.
0: Not a star. Great actor. Love to see him on screen. He's not a star. Okay?
1: Dave, uh, John David Washington.
0: John David Washington. Not a star. See, if he was a star, I would remember his name. Right.
1: He and, and when we say that, he's not a star yet. Robert Pattinson is not a star yet. Yes. Hopefully they will become big, big stars. They're very good actors in stuff that we have liked a lot. But they are not above the title movie stars, and then you've got Christopher that, Nolan is the above the title movie star of ten.
0: But you you still can't you you still can't push aside the fact that you know Inception had the biggest movie star going right now. Leo still going strong ten years later, right? Mm-hmm. Even Dunkirk had. Tom had venom in it, right? And I know he's not a huge star. Dunkirk is kind of like the exception to this rule. But Dunkirk is so straightforward in what it is. It's a war movie. Right. And it's a World War II war movie, which we know is a strong IP.
1: Yeah. In that movie, Nolan is above the title and next to him, it's a it's a it's a uh, a twin billing above Dunkirk. It's Christopher Nolan and World War Two. Yeah, those are your movie stars.
0: We saw how far nineteen seventeen went, when people were assuming that it was World War Two. So yeah. even the erroneous assumption of something being a World War Two movie will get buffa bobo. Yes. So Dunkirk is just a strong IP. This is a a new concept during a novel. Pandemic with no stars and a figurehead who is this director who wouldn't just move this film, wouldn't yeah. just push it back. I understand not wanting to go to VOD. I understand not wanting to go to HBO Max or wherever it would go. I understand that, Nolan. I, that's not what we wanted. We wanted you to make sure that the moviegoers were safe and you. Wouldn't allow them to be safe because you kept teasing them with this carrot. And then you stopped people from going to drive-ins in cities where they couldn't go to hardtops out of spite. So people had to drive across the state lines from New York to New Jersey and get contaminated and bring themselves back over to New York City where the numbers are low. They can't get any lower, baby. You know what the lower number is? Zero. That's the lower number than what we could have in New York City right now.
1: And Nolan is trying to F with that number. I don't know if he it, is. If, he is if, effing with it.
0: I don't know what if what he's got against New York City. I don't know. Everybody wants to be New York City. We get it.
1: It might be a pro-London thing. I don't know. Yeah. I, we, we're not in his head. Thank God, because I wouldn't even know what's going on in there. We'd be traveling through time and, you know.
0: Yeah. To so, be a
1: mess or not through time because he, he he's apparently above time travel tenant.
0: Yeah, that's too – oh, that's too basic. That's right. too basic is time travel. So we are – okay. So let's dig a little bit deeper here because mm-hmm. we just want to look at what the actual numbers are. Theater counts, 2,810 theaters. OK, mm-hmm. so that's pretty much all the theaters that are open. And we ca- we can't forget these are where they have all the IMAX screens, too.
1: Yes. And, and probably, you know, obviously, and every movie theater now you're playing to uh, uh, lower capacities, you know, 50 percent, 40 percent, 60 percent, you know, depends on the theater. So smaller capacities. But Tenant in, in every theater it's playing absolutely has the IMAX theaters and just the biggest auditoriums in every single theater. It has the biggest screens. It has the biggest rooms. So even at 60% or 50%, it's still 50% of the biggest rooms in every theater that is open. Yeah. So it's not playing to full available capacity, but it's definitely playing to... There's tickets. You could sell a lot of tickets right now. Mm hmm. And I don't think that this number that we're seeing for tenant is based solely on the pandemic. It is also based on people rejected this specific movie.
0: Yes, they, they did. They did say it's not worth the risk. And I yes. and again, we don't want to make this the new way of gauging success. For films, is whether you are risking your life or not. That is, it is
1: not the new thumbs up, thumbs down. We will not let that happen.
0: That is glib, and and we have to stay away from that becoming a thing. Although right now, it does play a part in going to the theater or not. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Warner Brothers would, it would behoove them to just. Move everything to next year or put stuff on PVOD or whatever or 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 shore up HBO Max by dropping Wonder Woman 1984 or whatever. That well, I think that's is the best thing to do.
1: Well, well, OK, I think that is also going to be a big story coming out of the next week or two is that, you know, Warner Brothers put out Tenet and no matter how they're trying to spin it, it is opening below their current expectations. Mm -hmm. And the next big, big movie that is due to open, you know, there's a few other movies opening in September, but the next big, big movie opening is First Friday in October, Wonder Woman 1984. And that's also Warner Brothers. So after what they're seeing from Tenet, and, you know, I do think you got to give this movie another week or so to see, you know, see what the leg situation is and all that, though I don't think it's going to really save this movie. No. But if Tennant continues to underperform in the U.S., does that make Warner Brothers think about fully moving Wonder Woman to next year? Because it's one thing to sacrifice One big movie, like Tenant, to try and help the theaters, to try and keep movie going, going. You know, do a favor for AMC, so they owe you one on the other side. All that. But are you really going to do that with two giant movies? You know, because coming out of Tenant, you might see that basically there is a ceiling for how much you can make in the U.S. right now. And You know, do you want to put that same ceiling on Wonder Woman or just wait until next summer and maybe it makes $500 in the U.S. like it used to?
0: Well, here's the thing. I think that Wonder Woman is going to move.
1: Okay. I think so, too.
0: It's got to because we don't know when New York and L.A. are going to open. I mean, there's bowling alleys open in New York City and there's not movie theaters open. So – they don't want to open these theaters and I understand why. Yeah. I mean And I'm not saying that lane, should be lanes open are for
1: bo- bowling lanes are further apart than seats in a movie theater.
0: It's very true. But I still don't think any of it should be open. Sure. If I'm being perfectly honest. Yes. Nobody needs to be going fucking bowling right now. Right. Okay. Or bowling bowling your bowling the sidewalk.
1: Especially in these big cities. In New York, I used to play stickball, we used to play basketball on the street. You could go bowling on the sidewalk.
0: Play bocce ball. Yes. Play bocce ball. It's, it's outdoor bowling, yes. okay? It's the it's the equivalent of a drive-in for bowling. Yep. So just play bocce. Yeah. I think it's going to move because if you're expecting Tenet to have legs, but it's going to be a slow reopening for these big markets, by the time Tenet gets any kind of uh, velocity or momentum, you're going to be opening against another one of your own movies. Right. Why? Why eat yourself? Right.
1: Yeah, I think I think Wonder Woman has to move because I think what we're seeing from Tenant is is if I'm a if I'm a studio, this is scary. It, it's it's real scary, you know, to to see the numbers that Tenant's putting up, and I I think you can't you can't let Wonder Woman which I do think is just going to do much better than Tenant because it definitely has a lot more to look forward to. But you can't let Wonder Woman open in the same environment. Wonder Woman would do, if it opened today, would do way better than Tenant is doing. And if Wonder Woman opens like it should next summer, it'll do... million. Easy. They're they're not going to... In the US. There's no way they're giving that up to put it on HBO. I think that there are obviously going to be more movies that might end up on a streamer, but I do think that big, big movies like Black Widow and Wonder Woman, they're just going to wait until next year.
0: Mulan was a big movie, though.
1: Mulan is not Wonder Woman. It's not even close. Mulan is like a C level remake property.
0: one no, Woman it, is this. It's a live to... action Disney, which most of the time makes bank.
1: Yeah, but I think this Mulan we've we've been talking about Mulan for a year. It was kind of doomed from the start. Because it's also not a musical and it doesn't seem kid friendly. Like everything you've heard about it, it's sort of like this weird adult action movie. So I think Mulan going to Disney Plus was a little bit of we got a stinker Let's, you know, let's throw it in, in, in the stinky pail, which Wonder Woman is not going to be that. OK, yeah, I think there's I think Wonder Woman. The question is whether tenants performance scares them off of opening Wonder Woman on October 4th. I think, I that's think it the does.
0: Question. I think yeah. it does.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, here's the other thing. Would Wonder Woman have been the better movie to be the first thing back?
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's it's everything that people like. It's superheroes. It's uh, girl power. Yeah. It's the 80s.
1: It's the 80s. It's also a property that people already know they like. They like this actress, Gal Gadot, as this character, Wonder Woman. They don't know that they like Robert Pattinson or John David Washington as Tenant.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I do think, I think that, I think this is, Nolan's ego got in the way. Yep. I think it was a miscalculation. And this was the wrong movie to bring back during this time. Yeah,
1: because it ha- it when- just had no built-in IP. Tenant is not a guy that we all know and love. We don't know Tenant we don't know that we like tenant we don't want to hang out with tenant yes so uh, tenant is a person maybe Who i mean most 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 movie titles are the name of a person
0: so we were both wrong on our estimations because we i think i think we both were kind of close to 20 million for a three-day but we thought that was going to be like the legitimate three-day and then the money they were going to announce was going to be either in the 30s or the 40s yeah which now just seems like what was i smoking yeah
1: well we thought that they'd have more to lie with
0: yeah you know they They,
1: couldn't even stretch the truth to something that is somewhat impressive
0: they would have if they could have but they couldn't so they didn't right now, so we both we both agree this is a disaster. What is it? What does it do? I mean, assuming that only a few more markets open up, because mm. there are going to be some more California markets that open. New York ain't opening anytime soon. This so this is disaster, and it's got a drop. And here's the thing too. Now. These major metropolitan areas that are not open, New York, L.A., and there's a few others, but New York, L.A., they are always on the vanguard. They're on the edge. Mm-hmm. They are the people who see things first. Yes. And then it trickles down. Now that you've got all of your plane billies, your people in the stacks, you've got some of your earth dogs, have already seen this movie, It's passe. New York and L.A. don't want to see something that the uh, hoi Ploy have already seen. And and
1: has failed already.
0: And has failed already. And the cinema score is is B or B minus, which is way lower than it was uh, for any of the other Nolan movies, which a lot of people are saying, well, that's because New York and L.A. weren't there to, to prop it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, OK, maybe. But 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 still, like. Are you gonna see a B minus, even if it's a B plus cinema score Nolan movie that already tanked in the stacks? Right, you're gonna go see that as a cosmopolitan gentleman or gentle lady. Right. I doubt it. And and so for there's the, a stink on this film.
1: Right. And for the people in the stacks, for the Plain billies, for the earth dogs, the fact that New York and LA are not seeing it it becomes less attractive to the earth dogs and the plain billies to see it because there's nothing for them to aspire to, you know, cause when New Yorkers and uh, L- LA uh, Angelenos see a movie, talk about how great it is. Then the earth dogs and the plain billies, they start to say, oh, well, we want to be part of that conversation. And obviously they're not actually going to have a conversation because of bubbles and stuff, but they in their head want to be able to converse with New Yorkers and Angelinos about these big movies that they've seen, but you can't do that now. So it's not even worth it to the earth dogs and the plain billies to see these movies because they can't have these imaginary conversations.
0: Yes. I think during the next pandemic, mm-hmm. these companies have to realize you have to wait for New York and LA.
1: Yeah. Or, you basically have to give New York and LA a way to see these movies safely at home. So maybe Give it them is links. P P V O D. Yes. You know, premium premium video on demand. That way New Yorkers and Angelinos could see it, start talking about how great it is. Plain Billies and Earth Dogs here that and they say, now I gotta go see it because I want to pretend in my head that I'm talking about movies with my heroes.
0: Yeah, because here's the thing: there's a there's a app or website called Canopy that is connected to libraries. Mm-hmm. So if you have a library card, you can watch certain movies through this service. It's really nice. It's you know, get Criterion Collection stuff, A twenty four, right? I feel like we pay enough taxes. In fucking new york state in mm-hmm. new york city mm-hmm. and i'm sure la is the same way mm-hmm. that we could get access to a canopy type website mm-hmm. or app mm-hmm. where we could see these films and i mean our tax that's it's we get f- f- fucked in the ass by tax i hate to say that that sounds so crude right And right. i hate to be crass but it sometimes does feel like that. It does feel like an a insertion of some sort right. of the taxes in these places. And so we get to see these, and that drives the economy because of all the things you just said. Mm-hmm. We are the tastemakers, and if we're not allowed to be the tastemakers, then the rest of the country is looking around like, What do we taste? Oh, no, it was kind of stupid, I guess. It was stupid. Right, right. Did you think it was stupid? And the guy next to him's like, I don't know is it stupid? I think it's stupid and then on so on and so on and so forth. Right. And that's not that's not you
1: making fun of anyone. That is just you saying how unfair it is to the earth dogs and the plain billies right now that there aren't the taste makers who are getting the taste that is needed to make.
0: They have no guidance because they don't know what's poison and what's not poison. We right. we have to taste the poison. Right. 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 You know, and and then they get, and then they get our tasty, uh, like thumbs up. This is good. Go ahead and eat it. Yeah. With your very dull palate. Right. Right. Because all you eat is salt and fat right. and sugar. Right. Dulls the palate.
1: Right. So, yeah, this is gonna. It's gonna be hard for Tenant to have the momentum it needs. I think something like Wonder Woman which I still think is going to move, but it would have done so much better than Tenet and would do so much better, even if it does come out in October, because that type of movie is a taste that everyone has already acquired. So you don't necessarily need the tastemakers to tell you that Wonder Woman 1984 is good because you've tasted that. There's still a little bit, you know, morsels of it left in the back of your mouth. You could chew on those a little bit. Oh, I know what Wonder Woman 1984 is going to taste like. I'll go see it.
0: And also, We're, they're superhero movies. They're for the common denominator.
1: Exactly. But something like Tenant, God, you couldn't have picked a, a worse movie to open as the first movie, first big movie in this climate.
0: Because we talked about how Unhinged is a great movie for the moment because drive-ins are so strong and there's cars. Yeah. And then New Mutants being the perfect movie to come out just because there's no other time where a a film that was delayed this long Mm -hmm. would make $7 million in its opening weekend.
1: Right. New Mutants overperformed what it would have done in normal non-pandemic times.
0: Now, they're saying that Tenet has to make $500 million to break even. Okay. That's just all in. Okay and the aim domestically for this film has been 300 million dollars right. Do you think it even sniffs that number domestically?
1: I mean at this point there's the, no way. Does Tenant make a hundred million dollars domestic? Does it make you know US and Canada North American is domestic? Does it hit a hundred million? i think it does not
0: no way because you're also not gonna have that's the thing is like his movies you know they're like uh, puzzle boxes or whatever right they, they they're supposed to be watched several times right mm-hmm. that's the whole bag is you go back and you watch it again and try to figure it out ain't nobody going back again nope they already did it they already uh, they already, you know, risk their lives. They're not risking their lives for something that confused them the first time. Yes. Unless you're a psychotic.
1: And that's the thing is you can't count on repeat business right now, because it, it it's true. You go to it, you survive it, you you know you you celebrate that victory and you move on.
0: Yeah. And and and, I, and, it's,
1: and it's not getting. It's not getting glowing critical reviews and like you said it's not getting uh enthusiastically positive audience reviews and that's not what translates into repeat business. So yeah, I think tenant god twenty million, you know, a three and a half multiplier gets this to like seventy million. I'm gonna bet it multiplies a little better than that because it's just gonna have so much space to itself for the rest of the month. But I think it tops out at like 80. I can't see this movie doing four time, more than four times. It's opening weekend.
0: Yes. And it here's another. So here's another excuse people are putting out is that Labor Day weekend, which is this past weekend is a dead zone for films. It is not People are again usually coming to the end of summer. You know, having a big bang uh, fun time barbecue. People are still doing that now, but you know, not as much as they were. They're either staying home or they are going out into open spaces. They're not going to movie theaters, right? Mm-hmm. So that is that. That is an excuse. But I don't believe that it, it, I think if people were really itching to go, because people have been outside a lot, because outside is a safer place to be than inside. So, you know, if you have been out, if you've been outside a lot, I would assume that if you can go inside, that's the more novel experience. So why not do something novel? Right. So it would I would assume more people would be going inside than being outside if they were given the opportunity just for novelty's sake. So that's why I think the whole, well, it's a bad weekend for movies overall, doesn't hold weight in this situation.
1: And I'm just looking through some of the the bigger weekends we've had in Labor Day's past. Labor Day weekend has had big weekends especially in the last 10 to 15 years you had in 2007 you have the rob zombie halloween remake made 30 million dollars on a labor day weekend so that weekend is fine it's traditionally when you dump stuff and it's traditionally not a huge weekend but movies have made a lot of money on that weekend if people wanted to see it.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, and I think that's the main thing is that we know that people don't just go to the theater anymore; they go to see a specific film. So the time of year is is more dictated by what the studios think will give the movie the most people because of history. But people are like. You know, we saw it with Guardians of the Galaxy. August was dead, and then Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and now there's always big August movies.
1: Yep, and in fact, the Guardians of the Galaxy, on a Labor Day weekend, made $22 million, and that was its fifth weekend that year.
0: So people will go to the movies if they want to see a movie. <laughs> yes, That's what...
1: and they didn't want to see Tenet. And
0: they didn't want to see Tenet.
1: Yeah. And I think, in the end like it always does with box office it's not about the pandemic it's not about how many screens it's not about theater capacity tenant made what it made based on whether or not people wanted to see it and i don't think i think the numbers are bearing out they did not really want to see tenant
0: yeah so this and 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 again we, we want the theatrical experience to come back. We want yes. it to be strong. We are moviegoers. We love to go to the theater. We want it to be a viable entertainment source for years to come. But I think what we're seeing here is that people are not ready to go back to the theater in the way that these companies would like them to be. Mm-hmm. And... You got to do something with these big movies because rolling them out like Tenet is not going to work.
1: Right. I do think other movies like Black Widow and Wonder Woman will do better, but they probably still won't do what the studio would want them to do. And at this point, it does really seem like especially Wonder Woman should just move to next summer and make it's, 300 million when things are sort of back to normal again
0: because it, it, like we're forgetting to october november it's gonna start getting cold again yeah and you know there's there's already i mean it's gonna we're we're in this for another probably year conservatively of of, of things not being normal or close to normal so you october is not going to be safe and neither is November or December, probably. Right. And the thing
1: is, we're saying this. We're obviously not hoping for this. No. Because it's great for our business when big movies start opening again. For us, business was great this past week. Yes. And the weeks leading up to Tenant. Business has, I won't say, has never been better. But it's been pretty good around here because there's big movies coming out. And it'll be great for us if Wonder Woman sticks to its October date, Black Widow sticks to its November date. It's only going to put coin in our back pocket. Yeah, you don't. But yeah, we are not advocating just for ourselves or and we're also not predicting and making analysis based on the amount of coin that will go in our pocket. We're making predictions based on what we really see in the landscape.
0: The box office is driven by people. Yeah. And if there's no people, there's no box office. Yep. So we have to protect people first. Yes. And then box office second. Yes. Now, in our personal lives, at least for me, box office first, family second. Right.
1: You know, but... But people leads to box office, so... It's people still people up by default being more important because it's really box office. Yeah, absolutely. of course. So we've been talking a lot about the open tenant. Obviously, that's the big story. It's still going to be the big story the next few weeks because next week is going to be really telling. Well, like next week, we're going to see if the bottom drops out on this movie and it gets really scary or if it stabilizes And maybe we start to get a better feel for what the new normal is.
0: Yes. And maybe there's word of mouth people coming from seeing Tenant and saying it wasn't as scary as I thought it was. I felt safe. I felt like people were worried about my well-being. You know, the the thermometer didn't go that far up um, on my anus. So it's not as uncomfortable as I thought it was going to be. Things like that. right?
1: The, the hand sanitizer on your popcorn actually is a great
0: taste. He, I don't know. Who knows? You know, it, sometimes right. people are like, that's a food crime. And other people are like, no, this is an innovation.
1: So right. Tenant is really at this point relying less on the marketing of the film or word of mouth on the film. And they've got Tenant has to be hoping that the word of mouth on the hand sanitizer is really strong.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think that
1: people are like, you know, I didn't understand what happened in that movie, but they got hand sanitizer uh, dispensers all over the place. If you put enough on yourself, the sensation gets really strong.
0: You can get fucked up.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That that could be I mean, that could be big. That could be big for theaters. If it's just like we've got so much hand sanitizer, you will get fucked up.
1: Yep. Yep. Should and they? It's, it's almost like a ticket to Tenant is is just a ticket to, to to get high.
0: Yeah. Do you think they should make the hand sanitizer at the theaters smell like concessions?
1: Yeah, I mean, after seeing these numbers for Tenant, they, they got to try stuff like
0: that. Popcorn hand sanitizer. You've got right. pretzel bites. You got nacho hand sanitizer. Like the smell mm-hmm. will just invoke good feelings
1: yeah yeah rub rub this liquid hot dog all over your fingertips
0: yeah so yeah let's real quick because we didn't even go over the top 10 i mean it's yeah that's re- the, really the biggest story is tenet and the second biggest story is i was absolutely right in my top five
1: okay let's t- take us through this top five Okay,
0: so so we know tenants number one. Number two, new mutants. Now this is the this is the three-day. This is the this is we, we're doing the three-day weekend, not the four-day weekend for these. This is uh we're not counting the Monday. Um so New Mutants made three million dollars down 56.8% and it's in 272 2754 theaters so it added 342 theaters so number 3 unhinged made 1.8 million down 30.5% it's in 200 i keep saying hundreds it's not hundreds uh, that that's that's like pre that's like pandemic time which we're still in but like early pandemic time 2402 theaters Plus seventy-one theaters, and then number four, Bill and Ted, a movie that is still available on PVOD but doing really well in theaters, seven hundred seventy-three thousand dollars. So it went down thirty-one point three percent. It's only in nine hundred and fifty-three theaters, so it's got a really good screen average, um, but it's losing theaters at the at the moment. And then we got number five, Canada only, Spongebob movie, Sponge on the Run, $345,000 minus only 18.7%. It's in 304 theaters, and it's losing theaters and lost 10 theaters. So that's your top five. The rest, number six, we got History of David Copperfield. It made $327,000. Down 31.2%. It's in 1,500 theaters, added 190 theaters, and it has a piss poor screen average of $211. What's going on? Give Tenet some of those screens. It's an
1: art house hit. It's playing on the smallest screens in all these theaters. It's the art house screens. So $211 is, is pretty much as much as you could fit in those rooms. You know, these are living room size screening rooms.
0: Yes. So then number seven, we've got words on the bathroom walls, $275,000 down 38.7%. It's in a, it's in 1,168 theaters, losing theaters. So it's, it lost 227. And number eight rental still around seventh week. Twenty-two thousand dollars, a drop of only 06 percent. It's in twenty-five theaters, and it lost thirty-three theaters. So we're getting down to the dregs here. My brother's although crossing.
1: the re- the rent the rental moved up four spots from last week. Like the rentals really holding in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I mean that's because we're looking at like number nine. My brother's crossing made nineteen million dollars 73 theaters $19,000 what did I say 1900 you said 19 million Jesus yes yeah this movie ain't making 19 million uh 9000 yeah 19,000 it's so fucking late 19,000 73 theaters this is a religious film of some sort and then number 10 Tesla made 1849 dollars Minus 88.2% in 21 theaters. Lost 66 theaters. Not a fan favorite, Tesla.
1: Now, one thing I think we're going to have to note this week, and we should note every week, is we're using Box Office Mojo again. Uh-huh. And Box Office Mojo is not putting in the results of what are probably still playing at a lot of theaters, which are... I know you're sick of talking about them, but the catalog titles. And like now it kind of seems like all of our news sources that were reporting those catalog title numbers all summer, they're not talking about them at all. But you know that Karate Kid and Goonies and Jurassic Park are still playing in a lot of movie screens right now. And they're probably making more money than words on the bathroom wall and a lot of these bottom five movies. So
0: yeah, I feel just like the, to the top five might be legitimate in the sense of no other movie at all is making more than them. But yeah, this yeah. The, you're telling me Jurassic park didn't make more than my brother's crossing. That's that's right. ridiculous.
1: Right, right. Like I would say, yeah, if you look at this top four, Bill and Ted at number four, made 773,000. I don't think there's any catalog title that was sniffing anything near that. But once you start getting to like SpongeBob made 345, David Copperfield made 327, I could see Jurassic Park or some of those catalog titles getting around that number. So I, yeah, I agree. I, I would say the top five is definitely pretty legitimate.
0: Well, so we got one movie coming out next weekend we need to talk about really quick broken hearts gallery which is selena gomez produced film it's a rom-com with teenagers or early 20 somethings as the protagonists the box office pro is saying that the opening range tracking is 3 million to 8 million i mean at this point can we trust tracking and at this point is what is what is the amount of people who are going to go see this movie in the theaters when an equivalent type movie could be watched on netflix or hulu or something like that this is really a movie you don't have to go to the theater to see uh So what do we think this Broken Hearts Gallery is going to open? Are we are we saying under three? Are we saying over three? Because I think three million is is what we're looking at here as the bar.
1: All right. Well, you go first. You get what you you could predict the over under.
0: I think it's under three because also kids are going back to school. Mm -hmm. And I know that doesn't mean physically going back to school, but they're going to be going back to the Zoom chats all day. And I just don't see them going to I don't see them going to a theater after having to be inside on Zoom all day. Okay, especially not for this movie. So I'm going to say under three mil.
1: I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna say. It makes six million dollars.
0: It's six million dollars for this movie. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna go. Why? I'm why going to go really? I just think that we're probably underestimating the social media chatter that is surrounding this movie. I bet you that. You know, Selena Gomez and probably a lot of the cast have a lot bigger presence than we're giving credit for. You know, we're people. We're we we're, we're we're looking at the fact that there there aren't uh, broken hearts gallery TV commercials uh, during Major League Baseball. You know that that's what you're putting your number around, and I'm going to bet that this cast is probably got a lot of activations going. And Selena Gomez is out there on, on Instagram and on TikTok, plugging it hard. And there's an audience that maybe is not in our immediate surroundings and is not watching Major League Baseball. And they're excited about it. So I think it's going to do
0: $6 million. Wow. $6 million is insane because New Mutants, which was a, a Marvel, Fox Disney film only made seven. But and 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 you're d- had. Have you learned nothing from snakes on a plane that the Internet doesn't mean shit when it comes to movies? Snakes on a plane just because is, is people are talking about 20 years ago. Yeah. But just because people are talking about something just because people are talking about something on the Internet doesn't mean that that translates to Baffa bobo or any money whatsoever.
1: Snakes on a plane is such an old reference when it comes to the Internet.
0: You're the like, people you're, who you're are like, going, that's message
1: board internet.
0: The people who are that that this film is aimed at don't pay for things. They watch TikTok videos for free. They don't have to, they're not going to go to the theater to see this movie.
1: I think you're wrong. I think this movie, unlike something like New Mutants and unlike something like Tenant, might be promising an uplifting fun experience
0: wow okay i mean i like that we disagree for the show that's great but i'm questioning your your box office acumen at this point with six million dollars i could see you saying over three six million but six million is fucking nuts okay well what's your top five
1: okay so number one tenant which god what's your drop on tenant god so it's three day domestic let's say it does i'm gonna say it does 10 million then broken okay, hearts so gallery 50
0: percent drop
1: broken hearts gallery number two then new mutants number three unhinged number four and bill and ted number five
0: Okay, so I'm gonna say Tenant Number One, of course, right? And I think in in the yeah next week. I mean, I think it. Ah, gosh, it's so, probably gonna
1: be the same unless you think New Mutants is gonna do over three.
0: No, I actually. So I so Tenant Number One, and I think right. it drops less than fifty. Okay. So I think we're looking at like twelve. Okay. Then uh broken hearts club right because it has to be right uh but i still think it makes less than three okay and then new mutants unhinged and i'm gonna uh, yeah it's gotta be unless bill and ted completely
1: unless bill and ted decides to leave theaters of his own accord
0: well then here's what i'm gonna say In that case, I'm going to say number five is the personal history of David Copperfield. Okay. And the reason I'm going to say that is because it's adding theaters when Spongebob is losing theaters and Bill and Ted is losing theaters. Okay. Because you're right. I think Bill and Ted might just completely leave.
1: Right, right. They might just close up. That that would be a weird thing if it's doing well for them to then call all these theaters and say, hey, listen guys, cancel the showings next weekend. We're good. Yeah. That doesn't usually happen. You know, it's not like Bill and Ted are going to get thrown into the Disney vault. So they'll probably just keep playing at these screens next weekend and make a decent amount of money but we'll see all right you went with personal history number five so we'll see
0: yeah you gotta make it a little bit different right
1: all right i think that's it clayton
0: we definitely did it pat where can they talk to us find us so email us at
1: the Boys podcast at gmail.com let us know did you see tenet did you understand tenet would you imagine going back to see Tenet again? Tell us how the hand sanitizer was, how it felt, how it tasted, the B.O. Boys podcast at gmail.com.
0: So we are not doing the Patreon right now. No. Like you guys all know, give your money to good causes, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but if you do want to give some money to someone, check out our boy, Jake Fogleness. Uh, he's got a Patreon And he's got behind the scenes videos. He's got, uh, I think he's got ringtones. I think he'll, he'll do your outgoing message on the phone.
1: Yeah, no, Jake Fogliness has got a lot of cool stuff going on at his Patreon. Um, A lot of great Squirt TV content, um, lots of different levels, which I love. So yeah, I'm totally agree. Jake Fogleness is the Patreon you really want to check out this week.
0: Yeah, so go there. Give him, you know, give him, throw him a bone, throw him, a, you know, a few, a few bucks here.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not even throwing it. It's, it's worth it. It's really good stuff going it. on there. Yeah, a lot of cool exactly.
0: Stuff. Yeah, I was, I was humble bragging on, on, on his part, which I shouldn't do. No, no, I the, should let his work speak for itself.
1: Yeah, no, check it out. It's, it's really cool stuff there.
0: So, I guess there's nothing left to say. But until next time.
1: Will smell smell you you at the the box office. office. Nailed Nailed it.